Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Sugars. We're just going to break it down. Y'all have been through the ringer with this freaking China shit. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how y'all even do this. I would give up on me now. We're like that. We're like that boyfriend who like gives you a really good sex once and then just never comes back again. And that's not fair. And because poodles in China, some of you suggested and we thought, well, what do we do? We're giving you what you ask for. We're giving you the Patreon episode of Love After Lockup. You know why? Because y'all deserve this shit. And also, y'all, there's a police car coming. Don't pull over. And also, I don't know when the fuck we're going to be able to give you this episode between Poodle being sick and no internet and God. Just pray for Poodle. Pray for me. And let's just get him back from China. Until then, enjoy this Patreon episode, y'all, of our second bi-curious episode. Wow. Ooh, boy. Y'all, we're getting curious Ooh, today. Ooh, boy. It's oh. bi-curious. Bi-curious. When's the last time you were bi-curious? <laughs> 1899. <laughs> Eight. And what were you curious about? Um... How do you put it in her pee hole? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Is that where it goes? I didn't find out that a woman has three holes in their vagina until I was 24. There's not three. There's just a vagina and a pee hole, a urethra, and your asshole. You didn't know that? The more you know. Hello. Y'all, we were supposed to have a theme song for this, <laughs> but someone dropped the ball. Life has been busy. Y'all know when life intervenes and you've got like, and you're like me, you're a working mom of two kids and you're just trying to get supper on the table. That is not. You're just trying to get a dick in your ass. True. Enjoy this song until we have a fucking theme song. It'll be happening soon, I promise. You want a hot body? You want a boot daddy? You want a Maserati? You better work, bitch. You want a Lamborghini? Sit in martinis. Look hot in a bikini. You better work, bitch. Boy. An idiot. We rip. No, you know nothing, Jon Snow. Why would I know anything? Um, well, y'all. sex ed was taught by Oinky. You're about It's true. <laughs> Just in fifth grade. Okay, you um, know, this is by curious Y'all have been talking about wanting oh, yeah. us to do a certain show for a while. Yes. I'm, by the way, introduce yourself for oh, any new fuck. people. We've got to be formal. There are, pa- there are Patreon members. They know who they we are. They might not know who we are. And we Fine, sound the I'm same. Jake Anthony. I'm Poodle. And I'm Matt Marr, y'all. Hate it when you make me AKA do it. AKA Maddie. Keep going. They are paying to, to listen to us. They know who we are. 
You know, somebody could be playing this for her mama while she's in the nursing home right now. She wants her to hear something. And, she's and she'll just... go, Jenny, who is who? Are who? Those, who are those women? Those, <laughs> those faggots sound alike. <laughs> Jenny, well, I can't tell. I can't tell the difference between one's lispy and the other one's real fake. <laughs> I'll pray for them. I'll pray for them. <laughs> Do they have wives? We got a faggot oh. boy here who cleans my ass. They don't have wives. <laughs> That's a shame. Oh, purgatory! Come at us if you if you've played if you've played us for your mother in the nursing home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hope they have sunblock in purgatory. Um, all right, they'll go, gonna... they'll be there with all the unbaptized babies. Mm-hmm. Will you hear me that jelly bean, Jenny? Thank you. <laughs> That's the worst part of Catholicism, that there are unbaptized babies in purgatory. Just yeah. take a moment. Yeah. Those are babies by no will of their own. Yeah. That. <laughs> just, did you ever question raised Catholic, that, that was okay or not? Yeah, I remember thinking. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. Because <laughs> it is. It is again. Catholicism is there's it's weird things. I still say a Hail Mary when you, those ambulances drive I mean, by, re- but it's weird. If religion works for you, by all means use oh, yeah. it. But at least question it, y'all. At least don't do it because your mother told you, or your priest told you, or your father told you. Some things I question. And I was encouraged by my Sunday school teacher. Some things I questioned. I have great Sunday school teachers, thankfully. Um, that made me more kind of made me believe in more things of my faith than made it stronger in yeah. some ways. And then I realized how they treat women, and I said, I'm out. Um, I asked my Sunday school teacher when I was in second grade, Darlene. You're, Darlene has a special place in heaven <laughs> because of you. Darlene looked like an actual mouse, y'all. She had really big buck teeth. Oh, to the mo- to, to the point where it actually affected her speech. Oh, God. And Darlene, y'all, I asked... Um, I asked, so as a, as a second grader, uh, we were learning about Zacchaeus, the tax collector who climbed up in the tree. Zacchaeus, Zacchaeus was, was a wee, a wee little, little man, and a wee little, little man was he. He climbed up in a sycamore tree, and the Lord he wanted to see. Who knew? And as the Savior passed that way, he looked up in that tree. Zacchaeus! Come down from, from that me. tree, because for I'm coming to your house today. Day, I'm coming. T- it now, bothered me because day did not rhyme with anything else. <laughs> I, that's true, and a lot of people don't know, but that was the second version of Zacchaeus. <laughs> the original words was Zacchaeus was a hung little man, and a hung little man was he. He climbed up in my sycamore tree and fucked me ten feet deep. I don't know. <laughs> And it, it it ended with Zacchaeus. <laughs> anyway, come on my face, because <laughs> I'm going to your yeah, house today. today. <laughs> anyway, back to Darlene, and Boy. y'all promise we're going to announce what episode we show we're doing. I'm sorry, you're ha- bear with us. You're having to get through this. Anyway, I asked Darlene, and I said, "Did they really have sycamore trees in the middle Middle East?" I'm wondering that as I say and, it just and, now. And Darlene went, well, it's in the Bible, so it's true. It's, it's the <laughs> word of God. And I said, I don't know. I just studied, and they didn't have a lot of different kinds. It probably would have been an ash tree or something like that. Like, because I was such a know-it-all kid. 
And that she's poor like, woman. she's like, well, you know, we 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 all. It's good to ask questions. We just got to trust God on the matter. She probably died unmarried. <laughs> this was in second grade when you yes. brought this up. I asked lots of questions Who in Sunday school. Knew about I asked trees so in the second grade. <laughs> you know, my father taught me about trees. We, I could identify leaves. <sighs> we can't talk about this. Y'all, All right, y'all. We, we're talking about due to popular demand. Dude, yes. Don't you ruin my well, thunder. You, well, you were on a story, <laughs> so I'm just going to tell it. To popular demand, we are doing in this by curious episode. We are reviewing Love After Lockup. Thank you for stealing that from me. We're reviewing <laughs> Love After Lockup, y'all. But you can tell them what season. Season two. We're starting with season two um, because a lot of on Reddit said this was the best like dumpster fire season mm-hmm. so far. Um, I mean, and when Poodle I've says, got a y'all, lot of thoughts. <laughs> when Poodle says that y'all have came for us, we were like, God, they really. Need, I was like, I was like, okay, everyone needs to calm down. We get like. Ten messages a week. And And I'm like, y'all need to fucking get a life. And now I completely understand. We In more of a biblical image, I imagine, I was like, when Jesus healed the blind man and he opened his eyes, that's what it feels like since I've seen Love After Lockdown. You're religious today. You're in touch with God. (laughs) You're kind of like Alice. Like God touched me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Y'all, we're going to talk about Alice later. Ooh, that's, that's, uh, uh, what's his name's mother? Clint. I, what what are your just kind of let's we, this isn't planned but what are your overall thoughts of just the show in general well as i said to you uh doesn't matter what state you live in you can live in rhode island you can live in a, a really a uppity state like washington or even like yeah it doesn't matter there's trash everywhere y'all there is a current Ugh. of trash that Flows to the sea. <laughs> it's true. And by the trash, I mean people. <laughs> yes. Um, I also want to take away that all, almost every single person, with the exception of, I think, one, um, everything has happened because of drugs. That's what, that the sad thing. Not to... <laughs> this that show actually hit home a little bit more just because of where I'm from. I thank God I don't have anybody in my family, but everybody, my first my first cousin is meth addicted. Every I mean I guess step like people yeah. my father's married to, yeah, and my mother was married. Oh, or oxycontin especially, but all that shit. It's it, this hits Opioids. home because I have so many friends that have family members that are on meth, yep. and they're in and out of prison, and it's horribly and it, horribly sad and it's hard y'all it is really hard to uh recover from meth addiction because once you've had it there's life real life doesn't seem like it's the same i've never done it so thank god because i i would have been methed out in a sex sling oh. at, at at slammers yeah mm-hmm <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, one time a friend of Y'all, mine. Y'all, there is a sex club in LA called Slammers. One time I just Googled it on Yelp and someone left reviews saying, nice staff. <laughs> <laughs> they work said, hard. Said, There's a lovely outdoor patio. <laughs> you know. Can you imagine what the patio's like if you had a blue light on that? I had a client who used it as a gym. Can you imagine? <laughs> what? A, that's true. I just imagined what? a. A, a patio just covered in blue light. It took me a minute to register that. There's a lovely outdoor patio. 
It's complete with a sex sling just right there. Anyway, nice staff at Slammers. Hey, don't knock a sex sling. I once hooked up with a guy who had one of those, and it was, I just just laid there. I did not, I would rather not talk about, I don't ever want to talk about your sex life. Let me finish. Just a swinging. <laughs> You're not going to do back up, back up? Swinging. 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 That's John Anderson, y'all. John Anderson. He would probably say faggot singing my country <laughs> song. True. It's true. I doubt John Anderson is gay friendly. Come on. Come on. It's if y'all have had sex in a sex sling. We're sex positive. I just don't want to hear about you doing it. <laughs> Because that image would be enough for me to claw my eyes out. And then Jesus would have to give me sight again. You've never been in one? I have not. You should. I have not. Because you, you, you don't, I don't like need to do it. things. I don't need it. We're not like Megan, y'all. We don't I'm wanna, capable. We don't want to do sex exercises <laughs> to get on top. We're like, we've done enough. I don't know. I, I, love, to, I love to perform. It, I, I'm like Carrie Strug. <laughs> if, I, if I have a hurt leg, I'm going to stand on one leg, <laughs> goddammit. Anyway. Yeah, I'm a performer. Oh God! No, I don't want to imagine that. Oh God! That's today's first Carrie Strong reference. I cried. Come at us! Come at us! If you wept openly, oh God! At Carrie Strong, that was incredible. What's she doing now? She literally—I don't know. She's probably got three kids. Kind of pear-shaped body. Good for Probably. her. Probably. I hope she wasn't one of those kids molested. That is so sad. Well, you brought it dark. Sorry. We're going to get into the show. We're going to get into the show. We're going to talk about Matt and And Caitlin, Caitlin. y'all. Because because the show does this, I'd like to just say, to address why they're in prison, possession of firearms, stolen property. So that's going to be my voice each time when I talk about it. Matt, (sighs) possession of firearms, stolen stolen property. property. We've got a 5122. I'd like to say, Matt is fucking hot. Matt is Matt is hot. hot. Also, he knows how to take prison photos, y'all. I was just going to say he, he knows, knows how to his take fucking pictures. angles. Ooh. Ooh, he's hot. Ooh. He knows how to catfish a woman. He, we're I know both taking. We started talking about Matt. We're taking <laughs> off our sweaters. <laughs> Ooh. So anyway, um, um, I think he has the gift. Oh yes. Oh, oh yes. Oh yeah. It's there. It's there, y'all. I feel like all these boys do, and it is. Ooh. So this is not going to help my prison fetish. Well, this is. <laughs> woo. So, Caitlin, she's known Matt for five months. She's known Matt for five months, which is an eternity. Obviously, in Love mm-hmm. After Lockup, um, and Matt ran from the popo. Yeah. So now he's in. That's why he's in prison. She's an admin assistant. Call she y'all. She's a cubicle warrior. She's a cubicle warrior. Cubicle warrior. Um, Good for you, Caitlin. So, uh, Caitlin is sitting there with her friend Jordan. Who Ooh, Jordan Lucker. Jordan is a dick pig. <laughs> you, you know what I wrote? I said Jordan is our sissy squad. That's true. Y'all, she is a dick pig. And she but I don't know, hopefully not a lot of our sissy squad smokes anymore because it's just not good for you. No, Caitlin but, smoked, not Jordan. No, Jordan was smoking too. Oh, y'all it's not good for you. It's don't Go get do some it. chantix. Get some Chantix, Chantix and, and, yes. and 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 help you quit. Yeah, or just, some Nicorette. They give you bad dreams, but uh-huh. they'll. <laughs> You're gonna feel like someone's murdering you in your sleep. That's what happened to my smoke. friend, but he didn't smoke. Uh, anyway, they, they met online five months ago, and she saw he was goofy, 
and y'all, she says good, but she saw that he had BDS. Uh-huh. She's got, she could read between the lines. And they met on a Craigslist ad. <laughs> really? Was that yeah, it? Via Craigslist. Uh, anyway, I just wrote, he is hot. She's moving out of her mom's house. Mama said, Mama said, gonna... you can't bring a guy in here because he's got previous drug issues. We don't know all the way until we meet his mother. Which is interesting. I'm actually glad that happened because I bet, Lord knows, he'd end up going to Caitlin's house and the mom would probably well, fuck here's him. the thing. Because it sounds like exactly. she's a mess. Mom has drug issues. Yeah. So I don't know. We probably will meet Kate, Caitlin's mom later in the season, I would imagine. Maybe not. Um, I don't know. But true, maybe not. Uh, she might be just trying to keep her sobriety. Maybe good for yeah. Maybe she's so, like I can't I, be around. I that. don't know. Maybe she's maybe she has other uh, issues. Maybe she's just trying to keep her own sobriety. Maybe um, because you know one of the the best things about one of the the best tactics you can take is not associating with other addicts. No, or it, even recovered addicts sometimes. Yeah. unless you're in a program it, together. I will agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. I will say that as we talk about this, just because. Meth is a big thing in the gay community. Oh, yeah. And Jake and I have family members and friends that have been affected by this. I'm just going to put this as a disclaimer. We're going to laugh at these people and make fun of them. We are in no way, though, laughing at drug addiction. No. And I don't think we'll ever. Not at all. We're never going to be making fun of yeah. that because that's a horrible, horrible no, thing. That was the sadness I felt because almost everybody depends on both the people in jail, the inmates, and the families of people who are like Caitlin's. Obviously, going to do the same pattern. Yeah, exactly. She's going to replicate the, the same, same pattern, pattern of, of a family. drug addiction, and because that's what she knows. It, yes, it either yep. seemed it was either, at least the people we met in this episode, either drug addiction or, as Jake pointed, and I agree to somebody who's a victim of the penal system. Of the system. penal system, which we think Michael. Michael might name? be. Yeah. Michael, who we'll Y'all. talk about him a little bit later. Yeah. Um, I uh, want to say one thing about Caitlin. She's a cute girl. <laughs> she is. And you can tell these people are a little bit country because everyone's real pretty and then they smile and they're like, oh, they got bad teeth. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I mean, like, that's how I know back home. Like, yeah, like just y'all. Y'all, dental, dent, uh, dental work's expensive. Uh, a yearly uh, uh, a yearly dental cleaning or even a cleaning every six months is a lovely thing. You can get dental uh, uh uh, insurance here. I know if I what mine, the fuck did this become a mine, dental PSA? Mine is, mine is twenty five bucks a month. Yeah, and, dental and I pay into it. Dental insurance usually isn't worth it though for most people. Mine's not at my job. Oh well, I don't have dental. I mine's private. I guess private's really the only way. to No, do you it. pay into it. You you just get two cleanings. But still. A cleaning for me is a hundred dollars, so you pay twenty five dollars a month times twelve. No, cleanings are more expensive than that. Where do you go? Mine's a hundred and ten bucks. Oh, mine! I I just get dental insurance because you never know what they're gonna have to do. What if you have to have a root canal? Lord, boy. you never know. You are the reason why insurance people make money, <laughs> y'all. Don't get dental. Um, um, but I'm come gonna... at us. Dental is a good investment. Uh, Delta's the only one that's supposed to be good. Um, I want to say something about Caitlin, y'all. She. Went to Rite Aid or Dwayne Reed or wherever, Walgreens, at 14 years old, and she found a black wet and wild eyeliner, and she, she's in that same eyeliner the same way since she was 14. Yeah, it's, it's, it's spider eyes. That dark she's... eyeliner with a blonde. I just, she's a pretty girl, and I just want to, just want to help her with that makeup. She also got that dress that she's styling that, that looks, this. There's just lurid colors. It, she looked like Harley Quinn. 
And that was definitely a wet seal purchase. That was with wet the colors. Yeah, yeah, that was. Yes. The, it was questionable at best. I kind of just winced when I saw it. You did. You went. You, know, you actually went. Ouch! You said ouch. <laughs> ouch. <laughs> the same way. It's the same response we had when we when we were looking at Scott's house. He was trying to buy. We went. That's Ooh, a hideous house. That house was those whoever owns that home. There was doilies. <laughs> there were paint colors. That, that dark green, greeny with blue, the, with the beige and the weird like uh, window treatment. It was not good. Ugly. It was bad. Uh, anyway, was back bad. to Caitlin. Bad. Um, so Caitlin's moving out. Jordan's helping her. His mom says you can't stay here with a with a former drug and addict there or we, a drug addict. And then we have it, y'all. Caitlin's never felt like she's had a family and right. never really felt love from her family. Which is why you go meet an inmate. <laughs> and Matt gets her love. So this is going to work out. Perfect. She's going to feel Perfect. loved for exactly who she is. I wrote is. down, this everyone here is so fucking wounded. Because <laughs> so, here's the deal, honey. He's never going to love you more than he loves drugs. Nope. And that's okay. They've got to work out that before they can love you. So she's... She's decided. This is a whole you might want to process oh, episode. Yeah. The whole she's thing. She's decided. It's a handful of red flags. She's decided that they're going to live with his mother. And he doesn't know that yet. <laughs> no, let's just surprise him. That will uh, be smart. Because everyone needs your new relationship and your mother in one house. <laughs> Boy. Can you imagine? Oh, I would just walk out the door. I wouldn't know how to process my mother and my new boyfriend who I'd met on the on the ins on the outside. I can I, you not type at your well, computer? I'm, no, when I'm we're texting doing that? Patrick back. I don't know why she. Well, I was thinking too. Why does she think? Was it the show? Why does she think when someone who's dealing with addiction needs to be surprised? That's the last fucking person you want to them. I know, y'all. If you have he someone was spiraling too when if, they told him, yeah. If y'all have someone who's dealing with addiction in your family and you surprise them with a surprise, surprise party, surprise party, eighty people the jump into the thing like, hey, they're immediately going to be like, it's your surprise intervention. <laughs> yeah, that's the only surprise they need. Surprise! You need help, <laughs> y'all. A surprise. That's yeah. what the, the show intervention was all about. That show was great. I loved, I loved it. the one that kind of had the smoker's voice. I oh yeah. What was her name? Um, Candy. Candy. Yes. I will never forget the intervention with the woman who was addicted to the spray that blew off oh. the keyboards. Oh, I found. She talked like that. She said it ruined her life. She's she's sober now, but she's <laughs> sad she did it. Anyway, I bet she is. Anyway, so y'all, Caitlin's gonna go. She's going to go with, stay with his mom. Mom, Kathy. And, uh, and you know. Kathy's uh, got some real intense bifocals. <laughs> I can't see her eyes, really. Kathy fucking keeps it real because she she's lived through it. She's, Don't he's, want your love. <laughs> Kathy's clown. That's a great song. It is a great uh, song. Y'all, so Kathy's kept his room exactly the way it was. Which just tells you a little bit, um, kind of where where she's lionizing her son the way he used to be used to before be. drug addiction. He got she got divorced when he was ten, and then and apparently that, that's that the sent reason, him into that a meth spiral. Sent him into a spiral. 
are just uh, yeah. And he's been in he's been incarcerated three different times, and this is his third time coming out. Oh, and God. so, um, bless his she, heart. C- Kathy mentioned that there wasn't treatment in his prison. She so, said that. Is that really yes, true? It is true. I've learned actually quite a bit about prison stuff through. I feel like there was treatment for people in that are interested in this that like podcasts. Um, there's a podcast called Ear Hustle that's done. Yeah, I've listened to it. It's done out, done out of San Quentin prison. Yeah. So, but they talk. They talked about specifically on one of the episodes um, the difference of California prison systems, especially have way more resources, right? And so depending on what state, what state you are, in, and yeah. even in the state. How much the Republicans allocate. Um, not a political post. Hey, they're the ones who hold the funding back for that stuff. Well, that's it's true. true. That is true. I'm and, just stating facts. And so, But also even state to state, though, even all California, even though it's a Democratic state, there's some prisons that don't offer as much from where, from areas rehab, where you are. Areas like cause Modesto or some shit like that. Because there's county taxes and state. Yeah. So it's a whole complex system. But- no, that's not surprising. Some don't have, they don't have any type of rehabilitation. People literally, they're in prison, and that's why they're, a lot of them are getting drugs in prison, because if not, they're going to have to go off drugs, cold turkey. I just took for this granted that when I was incarcerated, that I would be able to get drug treatment. No, you're just going <laughs> to be someone's bitch. <laughs> With my colon just dragging behind <laughs> Draw, me. Dragging behind you. Like a train of a dress. <laughs> you know, another thing, too, which is... Someone said, oh, there she goes. There just she follow go. her colon. She's Kathy's <laughs> clown. There she goes. But we can... Just I want, follow her colon. <laughs> I want to talk about colon That's rolling. Awful. Where uh, We'll talk about this with the Lizzie and Scott situation, but you know, you know what people get when they get out of prison? They get like two hundred and eighty dollars. Yeah, something like that. That's I it. knew that. That is it. So this idea of that people don't need help, um, it's it's it, we're gonna yeah we're gonna talk about that with Lizzie. Recidivism. Yeah. You see the you know and my partner he volunteers with a company uh, volunteer organization called Defy, and so but this gives complex or a context to what you were just yeah. asking. They so they work with people that are just out of uh, incarceration to help them get jobs and right. entrepreneur and things like that. They don't even a yeah, lot of these prisons. Some of them have never used an email because <gasps> the last time they've they been were in prison, so long, people use a pager, so they're expected oh to get a God. job when they don't even know what Gmail is. Wow! Because you write letters still in prison. Nothing. They have no they're access. Like, to, do you, can, can I can I use my AOL, can I give you my AOL screen name? Yeah, you can't even wow. use, you can't even use internet in prison. That's right, at all at any prison. I, I don't think. Oh, that makes sense. Even on Ear Hustle in San Quentin. So it's like they anyway. But I don't think it to be the case with, some, with these are more young people. We don't have. It'll be interesting if we ever have this show with somebody who was in prison for like twenty or thirty years coming yeah. out. Um. Anyway, so, so y'all, so he calls. Kathy tells Caitlin she's got a road to hoe. She's got a road he, to and hoe. And then Matt calls. And he calls. And on her phone, he's listed by the name everything. <laughs> y'all, if this isn't it, a symbol of that, everything wrong in her life. I, when this came on, it said everything. He and grabbed I, my arm so much that there is a bruise <laughs> there now. There is a bruise on your arm. It looks like I've arm. been Ivy, being an <laughs> Ivy drug user. It's really bad. I bruise very I have, easily anyway. I have seen, 
I think both of us in the work that we've done, whether therapy or voice coaching, we have seen. I've seen some really seen some markers of codependency. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a stronger it's marker. Really bad to have someone to have someone label their phone everything. Everything. Yeah. It's bad. Um. So. Whoa. I, I just wrote, Ooh, that's if some some, I also said, if someone had done this to me and just said, I'm, you know, when you get out, you're going to live with me and your mother, mother She Poodle. didn't even say that yet. Yeah, She just right. said, I'm with your mother. But if can someone you, said, can you, <laughs> I'm with Mother Poodle, and then we hear, hi, Jaybird. <laughs> God. I can't I wait to that, see you. Can't wait. What would you I do? I hope prison hasn't been too rough. <laughs> Well, we're gonna we're we're gonna Hope come pick you up, J- Jaybird. We're gonna have we're gonna have we're gonna we're gonna have a real good party, and I'm gonna bring you. And we got a little trailer for your colon, yeah. <laughs> little trailer, little red wagon. You can drag it behind you drag like behind. those like those dogs who have their back legs mm-hmm. hanging I on the trailer. That- I hope your five years went by quick. It was the longest five years for me, but I'm not going to mention that. But it's done now. Y'all, I would put a gun in my mouth. <laughs> If I ever go to prison and have to go land up with my mother after, again, it's over for me. It's over. You need to check in with me every day because I'll be like sitting in a dark room with a gun in my hand or just like looking at that noose. Like that old man from Shawshank Redemption. Yes, that that is me saying, pray I've got the courage today. Pray I've got the courage today. Um, That's all I've got about those two choice people. I mean, basically, he says, I don't like this. You're playing games. And then he, he hangs, loses his fucking he hangs, mind. He hangs up And on then her. the worst thing that can happen is, no good evening call. Oh, my God. Because I guess that she knows if he's been shibbed or not. He'll be fine when he picks her up. You know why? Because he hadn't seen some pussy in about two years. Oh, I wrote that down. He's been, he's been fucking some Latino twink named Yvonne. Who and for goes by a gender had... neutral name in prison, <laughs> and they've kind of had a relationship, and he's questioning things a little bit. And Yvonne does have a nice, smooth hold with some razor bumps, but he's ready for some wet pudding tang. <laughs> I wrote, also wrote that just the look in her eye, her pussy is going to explode. <laughs> it's going to take out a city block. <laughs> so hopefully they'll be in a place with not a lot of civilians around. I, because... I think if it looks like what we see, what's happening, they're just fucking in a forest. Like her pussy's going to explode. He's going to get in the car and just be rock yeah. hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a big dick, too. Big uh-huh. dick, y'all. Anyway, let's is talk it, about- Is he the one that was, has an OnlyFans no, now? No, that's another one. I saw, he's, I think he's on season one. Or maybe he's oh. on season three, too. His name is Garrett. Ooh. I don't know. I I found it through the proper authorities- that uh, meaning our he, sissy squad. No, I, someone, someone, someone posted it on some Tumblr. website, or no, it was like blah 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 from Love After Lock Up Naked. And I looked and I was like, oh yeah, he's got an OnlyFans. Oh yeah, wow, he's got a big old dick, y'all. Wow, he's kind of hot in a track in a trashy lumberjack way too. Ooh. Oh, you'd think he was hot. Okay, um, let's talk about somebody who's not hot. Lizzie and Scott. Let's talk about Scott. He's not necessarily. Um, yeah, Lizzie they Scott. Were on, they were on the previous season. DUI and bribery. DUI and bribery. Uh, she's also a drug addict. She is. Uh, she yes. seems she's recovering. She, she is. is a recovering addict now. I just want to take a moment. They met <laughs> on 
Metaninmate.com. Meet an inmate. Meet an inmate. We, we have y'all, to look this up, y'all. Y'all, aren't, y'all are maybe used to this. Our we mouths not, dropped. This My jaw dropped. I don't think I'm going to be visiting Pornhub anymore <laughs> because the men on this website are so fucking hot y'all and it's it helps it, it did not help my prison fetish at it all it does not let you search if they're looking for letters from women or men which was a little upsetting to me they do have a let you search by age you can click on whatever age you want like some kind of weird like spin the wheel of ages it was if you want a 24 year old boo you, you can got get it. one if you want who's 36 you got you can it just pick him out it's like Picking a, a 88 Crayola crayons. 18 and 21 are all want. lumped together. Oh. Just so, <laughs> you know, just for people that are looking. I've heard. I, I didn't I didn't save it to my bookmarks at all. Holy hell. I mean. Anyway. Ooh. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Oh Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe Sunrise Surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals. You know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy when it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not in a purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Cool. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes, our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a -a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our Songfinch song. 
They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Songfinch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free, so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. So, Scott... Uh, we we see so Scott's got Lizzie. Yes, Lizzie. I wonder if somebody's like the prison photographer because they do take good pictures. They take great pictures. Anyway, go ahead. So there's Lizzie, y'all, and you can tell in every picture Lizzie's got this huge Cheshire cat smile. She's batshit crazy. <laughs> and we think we haven't seen season one, but we think they were in season one because they showed old footage. Oh, <gasps> so we think yeah, that they, they were, they were supposed to get season. together and she fucked things up somehow. They've been talking and, for three years. And she was in a prison for another year, y'all. Yeah. So and Scott, Scott and Lizzie blue bald. have still not fucked. Yeah. But they're going to get to fuck. Yeah. We're, they're going to get to fuck soon. Maybe. Um, we'll get to that. So they Scott is looking at a house, as we said before, the ugliest house. It's like they intentionally said, we're going to create the ugliest decor for a house ever. It's like it's like the woman who probably owned that that house in Wisconsin was probably a hairstylist for like 30 years <laughs> and like in the, her hair parlor it had like a good you know a sassy clever name like i don't know whatever but it was weird because like it... cutting corners <laughs> Because it was on a corner, and they cut your hair. C-U-T apostrophe yeah, cutting Cutting corners, yeah. yeah. Cutting corners hair salon. I want to work at Cutting Corners Hair Salon. No, That's you where don't. We can it's work. a very sad place. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that now. The break room at Cutting Corners would make you want to like stick your head in an oven. Oh, they, if they wash your hair with Biolage, that means they've had a fancy month. <laughs> I I agree with that, but then someone came in and kind of half styled it and painted it that dark green color, which she didn't. It probably it was hideous. Probably the real local realtor named Connie. 
came in and she staged it. Yeah, but it was it was not staged well. And Connie loves the Lord and knows that <laughs> if she puts an ugly green wall with some crosses on the mantle. Oh, there was crosses everywhere. That that's going to get crosses and dolies will get people in the in the door. <sighs> but that green color with the beige, it was, it was hideous. It was hideous. Um, uh, I'd also like to say so. We get a um, we get a a call. It's like prepaid collect call from so-and-so incarceration so and so the the realtor's like okay (laughs) yeah i'll bite he's like sure i'm listening to this um so she's like hey baby well i'm so glad you know you i have to approve of the house i love how she calls like she's literally hey she's at a hair parlor or she's like (laughs) at her aunt Aunt Donna's like, hey, hey just sitting here. I'm at a party. Having a Dr. Hey, Pepper. Hey, baby. Missed you. Hey, baby. Yeah, I'm in the yard. Someone just got shipped. Not There's in, some blood on me. Not in prison at all. <laughs> hey, baby. Sunshine fun. on my shoulders <laughs> makes me happy. So, <laughs> she's, so she's like, oh, my God, I've got to see this house. She's like, she's literally way too upbeat. And then she says, but babe, can we just get a fourth bedroom instead of three? That's easy. And he's like, "Sure, we can do that." Why? Because you know, I've been since I've been sober. I'm really a godly woman. I'm a godly woman now, and I'm moral. And he's like, uh, uh, "What's that mean?" No, he's just like, "Wait, you're telling me this after I spent ninety thousand dollars? Yeah, on you. to get your now pussy. You're godly, and then, <laughs> and not only is she godly." She wants a pool, and she, she wants, wants another pool. bedroom. So this bitch is smart. She wants a pool, but she also, you're missing it, doesn't want to have sex. Yes. <laughs> she wants that fourth bedroom. <laughs> Walk like an angel. Talk Walk like an angel. But I got wise. She's the devil in disguise. Oh, yes, you are the devil in disguise. Oh, yeah. That was the karaoke version. YouTube just gave me the karaoke version like I needed it. I didn't even Google it. It knew. Anyway, y'all. Anyway, y'all. She's a fucking mess. She's fucking him over. That's why I'm playing that. Because it's been three years and... It's not going to work out well. She does not want to sleep with him. First of all, look at his teeth. He would, he would not try good. to, he would try to munch on her muffin and lose a tooth in there. <laughs> it just gets snaggled up. <laughs> just, she'd woo. have to have a tooth removed. Yeah, the tooth fairy's coming. <laughs> They're like, wait, is this vagina dentata? Did you have a teeth tooth <laughs> growing in there? <laughs> She's like, no, that's just my husband's tooth that got stuck in there. <laughs> yeah, it's, he's, he's got to make some merch that says vagina dentata. <laughs> he's got a fucked up grill, y'all. Woo. Almost everyone on the show has dental issues. Almost everyone. You know what? That's the truth. But you know, that's a white privilege. We can say that because people below the poverty line they can't they, fix their teeth. They can't fix their teeth. Anyway, so, so he's we, gonna meet. Are we talking we're about Jasmine? Jasmine. We're going to meet Jasmine now. She's pretty. She's very pretty. 
And her teeth look good. She had braces or something. Yeah, or, I feel like she's had someone else raise her. Well, her well, no, she said her, her grandparents raised yeah. her since age 10 or 9. She hasn't seen her mother in 10 years. And Jasmine seems really pretty and kind of like, oh, good. She she got away and she's really put together. And then she says. And then she opens her mouth. And she says, <laughs> well, my mom's probably in prison because of me. <laughs> and I went, We oh, both looked at each other fuck. and went, oh, Okay. Imagine taking that on. Imagine my mother had me and your pure existence. Uh, my mother had me and she wasn't ready to have a child and that pushed her pushed her to door drug addiction. So that is my fault. Wow. That is first of all Imagine owning that. I'm telling y'all out there in the sissy squad, if you take the blame for any of your for parents' actions because they had you, you that is not That's correct not right. thinking. Nope. You, it is n- so let that go, and you yeah. might want to process that. And that's and th- that's what I always tell my students. That is an irrational thought. It cannot be true. There is no you evidence. May, you may feel that way, but that's not possible. That's a feeling. That's a that's feeling. Not a fact. Not a fact. <laughs> feeling and facts are not the very same thing. different. And feelings are very valid, but they are not true. They are not true. Right. They are subjective. So if you feel that you've ruined your parents' life because you were born. Or because a, they told you. Right. Or because or they, they told, told you that. that. <laughs> then you you know what? Maybe you need a cameo from Poodle and I just to make you feel <laughs> and just better. just to tell you about all that. Just to tell My you, name is Jake it or fake it on cameo. Yeah, I'm at the Matt Marr. Mm-hmm. Um, just to let you know you are loved. Yes. Anyway, y'all, so, as soon as she said that, I went, oh, I know, man, we were, and all I, and I went, oh, so Jasmine's really broken. Broken. Uh, Bless her heart. And Jasmine also has this really strange, we, we talked about this a little bit before, but when, so when her mom, she's, she's, my mom's an independent woman. When she gets out of, who she hasn't had any contact with for 10 any years. Any contact. She's an independent woman. She doesn't need anybody. This is why people who have been incarcerated go into halfway houses. Yeah. Everyone needs a hand up. Because they, Everyone. like we said, they literally get $280. Yeah. Especially they, if you've been recovered. If they don't have a, addict in recovery. That's why a lot of people that get out of prison are homeless. Yep. Because they cannot afford to yep. live anywhere. And so then they, what do they do? Well, they start selling drugs just yeah, to make money to prost- eat. Prostitution. Prostitution. Or, like, y'all, I had a client. I think that's what she basically said she had done before. Yeah, I had a client was, who was a prostitute just so they could get, to the, just so they could sleep in a bed. That's Aww. why they did that. So I think when you Were look, they hot? It was a woman. Oh. <laughs> so, I mean, she was fine. Okay. But I don't really think of clients that way. <laughs> Try not right. to. Try not right. To. Right. My first client was really hot, and he was a man. Ooh. And then he told me all his issues, and I went, I would never date you. <laughs> I would never date you. That's like, that was like someone who I spent time with who was very attractive and whose name rhymes with sappy. Oh. Uh, and he was very attractive, really cute. Um, and then I learned all of their issues, and then they became really not oh, as cute anymore. No, not at all. Yeah. Anywho, so anyway, so she thinks her mother doesn't need a, a place to stay. She thinks she can she do needs, it all on herself. Needs, yeah. Now, granted, the fact that he bought her drugs is not the best thing, but you know you can't critique the past. Well, also in if that you, way, if you look at that from uh, a harm reduction model, yeah, it's better it, for, it's, that she has it. It's better that she probably had it. Know she has the support to try to. It actually. Is somewhat healthy what he said, where 
I was there to just help her get through it since she yeah. didn't have access to that. And then when she gets out, she we'll, have get, treatment. we'll get her the help that she right. needs. That's, the daughter's not helping I'm not here. saying that's right or wrong. There's right. many ways to do it, but that's not necessarily the worst way yeah. to be. Whereas the daughter is like, she no, needs cold no turkey. one. She, needs, she can do it herself. Whereas I'm sure, though, if the daughter, if the mother asked the daughter for help, the daughter would say, I don't have money to give you, which yep. is, the daughter can, that's valid for her to feel that way. It's not her responsibility. But it, it's this this kind of almost like, and she's, I think she feels a little bit of piousness, and then maybe I she think, feels that I, way towards she, her mother. I guarantee you she got that from the grandparents. Yeah, and Ooh. I think she feels that way towards her mother, but right now she's kind of putting, projecting that onto Scott. That yep, it, who sees him, who sees, she doesn't, she's not in the relationship, so she sees it as fake. Y'all, because Scott was a trucker. And I'm pretty sure he's driven some trucks around the country. Yeah, Doesn't he look like a tr- He does. And he's seen some shit, and he knows that life can get he's hard. He's from somewhere in California. He uh, spent $90,000 on her. He spent $90,000. And immediately, again, this is what I think the the real loser in this for everybody, it's going to be Jasmine, because Jasmine, the media is like, I'm writing him off. The relationship's fake. It's nothing. And she's going to do everything to undermine it. Yeah. Oh. So... I I don't think she's wrong. That relationship is fake, but I don't know she's being helpful. She's not. I actually think the best thing for Jasmine to do is just to go live her life. And if her mother wants to contact her, then maybe that's exactly instead of trying to take on her mother as a project. It's a project. Because I wonder if Jasmine's ever been to an Al-Anon meeting. Probably not. Y'all, if you're focusing on an addict in your life and realize that's your focus, go to an Al-Anon meeting. Seems to be a little sanctimonious. They will help you. Yes, that's a good word for it. Anyway, it's uh, not going to end well for her. Speaking of things that are not going to end well. Wow. <laughs> wow. Especially Whoa. the last three minutes of this episode, y'all. y'all. Matt Sharp is a fucking genius, <laughs> the way this episode ended. Let's talk. I mean, he, this I fucker know. must, that, that fucker, Matt Sharp, must have scouted the country, country. to find this Megan exact in situation. Y'all, Mike, Megan and Michael. The whole thing with this, and we can just get to it now. Megan is a virgin in Fort Worth. African-American woman. For the whole episode, he let us believe that it is Megan and Michael. Yes. Together forever. Nope. Nope. Then we kick to Sarah, beautiful, blonde, white Sarah in upstate New York. I'll never find another (laughs) girl like you. Who is the baby mama? The tale as old as time. <laughs> the baby mama. Storms are brewing in your eyes. <laughs> oh, yeah, they are. Brewing. So, so Sarah apparently thinks he's going to pick up Michael. He, yeah, yeah, she's going to pick up she's Michael. She's going to pick up Michael. And that they're finally going to be a, a family. family. And Megan's ready oh. to give her virgin, 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 I can't virginity. talk. Virginity. Virginity. Her new, her her beautiful vagina to Michael because she quote trust him so much. <laughs> so this is like two trains coming at, at each, each other, other, and they're going to converge in where is he in D- he, Detroit, he's Michigan? In Michigan, yeah. So they're going to crash in Michigan, y'all. <laughs> Which Megan didn't say she's picking picking up. She's saying she's meeting him. Oh, holy hell! This holy is... hell! So, um, but m- I want to talk a little bit more about Megan, though. Yeah. Um, 
So Megan's poor Donnie, that dad's not be had pissed. a lot of luck in relationships because she has been cheated on before. And I will say, if you're afraid of someone cheating on you, an inmate's a pretty good choice. <laughs> really smart. Unless unless they're female inmates, they can't cheat on you with a with another woman. They can fuck all the guys they want. And but that's, that's not cheating. It's like the Seinfeld model. Yeah. It's when George was dating the inmate. Oh, like, yeah. I always know where she is. Yep, it's true. <laughs> I don't have to worry about the pop-in. That's true. Yep. Um, so, and they're engaged. Uh, they are. We we do feel a little, we don't know the whole story, but Michael was, well, we forgot to say, parole violation. Parole violation. Grand Theft Auto at, Grand the, age Theft Auto at the age of 14. That's, we Which, think he's a victim of the We system. think he's probably, because y'all, if Michael was a white kid that got Grand Theft he'd Auto be in 14, college. he'd be in college right now, yeah, probably. Agreed. So that's just, just calling as we uh, see it. That's the penal system. And I want to say also, the reason that they met is they got engaged by a friend. Mm-hmm. So I just want to say that Megan is that friend who you're like, you know what? <laughs> you should talk to my friend. He's in jail. He's in jail. But he needs a friend too. He needs someone to talk to. Imagine I- being that friend. <laughs> you're that person that everybody knows can, they like, can go to you for that. Oh, holy hell. You're that hard up. Your friend was like... You just need to get it done, Megan. I think you need to talk to my friend who's in jail. You'd be a good match for him. Ooh. <laughs> um, y'all, you need to process that. She ready to fuck, because she's doing... I, I need to know who is the woman who does the online sex exercises. <laughs> y'all, if y'all know her website and her name, we need that information. <sighs> Online, I mean, it's, it's like an online workout plus sex plus class. sex for when you want to be on top. Which, and she's like, you got to do all you do is go left cheek, right cheek, left cheek, right cheek. <laughs> there you go, you got it, you got it. Just twerking. Um, Holy hell! And then we cut. I just want to say, the only thing I'm, that is good that Megan has is. Thank God for that gay best friend who's sipping on a styrofoam cup that probably in has judgment. A, who probably has vodka, vodka and a cherry limeade smoothie in there, <laughs> drinking it, and they're just having a serious conversation about if she in wants to be in a sex shop in front of dildos, in front of butt plugs of <laughs> if she wants to be a baby mama. So this all sounds and good. she's not worried. She's not worried, y'all, because she no. trusts him. Um, yeah, I. Even if we don't continue to recap this, I have to watch well, this I have show. to watch this. I have to, well, we've got to watch this just to see. Um, I just want to say one thing. We don't make fun of children on the show. No. However. <laughs> What's Sarah, the daughter's name? I think Sarah has questionable judgment because she literally saw. What's the daughter's name? An Evian bottle and said. Eviana. I should name my daughter Evian. Eviana. Is it uh, spelled Eviana? Like we with don't a v? know, but I bet you it is. I bet it even has like an Holy apostrophe. fuck. I bet it's Eviana. I thought it might be Aviana. No. Eviana. God damn it. You literally saw a bottle it. of Eviana. It went Eviana. Again, y'all, we need a council of naming <laughs> in this country. They have one in Germany. And Germany has a completely fine history of being completely fair. Completely with fine. it And not being too strict on their people. No, so, not at all. You know, we could use a little, we could use some of their, you know what? The trains ran on time. They do. To the minute. <laughs> to the second. Oh, you meant the, uh, oh. <laughs> no, I oh. mean, even now. Oh, yeah, The yeah. trains run yeah. on time yeah, in yeah, Germany. They, they are. 
Gotta gotta say that. <sighs> Let's move on to our last lonely heart. We I guess Ooh, these aren't lonely hearts. We need to think of a different they term. They are lonely hearts. They are lonely um, hearts. I guess. Uh, our locked are, up hearts. These are we we can find a better term. We'll find. Uh, this is Tracy and Clint. Get it away from me. Your computer's hanging out on. Sorry, that. Tracy. <sighs> Worked up for fraudulent federal checks, crime, federal, federal crime. Checks. She's a federal prison. Ten four. Uh, so this is definitely my favorite couple. <laughs> um, <laughs> for so many reasons. Um, can you make this closer? It is annoying me. It's in my what? space. It, the computer is like three feet away <laughs> from you. I have space issues. <laughs> yeah, you. Um, take I up, do have personal space issues. Take out that word space. Mm-hmm. And just say I have issues. So, um, um, we meet Clint. I'm already worried about somebody that goes and has lunch at a filling station. <laughs> that's just not no, good. That's, that is owned by his mother. It's like the meat shop. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, y'all, um, uh, he's Clint. A They've never met again. Clint, never met. Clint looks like Herbie the elf who's had a long meth addiction. Long. <laughs> Clint grown has, up. Clint has been Why on some drugs. Why am y'all. I such a misfit? Why can't I find a woman to fuck? Because I'm gay. Why can't I find a booty bump? <laughs> um, did, now, did you have a, I feel like Clint's gay. I yeah. Like one, I got the I one hundred one hundred percent one hundred percent. These are homosexuals we grew up with yeah. in the south. One hundred percent. They are usually your church organist. Yeah, they are who works part time at a floral. But they at least have like found so, God. This is someone who has so much gay shame. They just he. Party, I, it's not I, good. I wrote that down too, and I'm glad you validated, validated me. He also has a wallet chain. It, oh, he does. Yeah, I didn't. Um, then something happened that almost made me black out. In he works at a hotel. He works as a front desk manager. In walks his ex wife slash boss. Named Haley. Haley. Ooh. Okay, Which, by first the way, off, where were they eating? It was like in the weird, like, kind of courtyard of Maybe something. it was a hotel restaurant. I think it, looked it was. weird like that. Um, okay, everything she's wearing, head to toe, everything, her hair, earrings, I need to wear it. Like... I that's the kind this of is you poodle, suggested. This is Poodle's drag look, y'all. <laughs> the hair, the makeup, the cross earrings, oh, the necklace, oh, the, the sweater pastel, over the camisole, that pastel blazer, pink pastel blazer. I guarantee you, she was wearing wedges. Her hair is kind of like a modified Kate Gosselin, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but only the best types. Mm-hmm. And it's very chunky. Mm-hmm. She went. Someone really chunked that up with the chunky color. Well, yeah, probably her like, little blue streaks in there. Her friend Janet probably said that she saw someone with that haircut and she wanted that. Yes, and she uh, she loves her Curves for Women group. Y'all, <laughs> she loves Curves for Women. She also, Haley, I wrote a list of things, actually. Her earrings are crosses. She loves she loves Brighton jewelry. Yes. They know her oh, by name. Yeah, they know exactly her by name. Right, they know her by name when she walked in the Brighton store. She never leaves the house without drawing on that lipstick. Right. Got to have a dark mm-hmm. liner. Y'all, Got a lot of good foundation. She's saving up for adult braces, and her favorite trip to go is to go international to Cancun, and she loves Friday night football. Loves to go with her and the girlfriends. <laughs> and she, you know what? Her favorite thing, 
uh, at TGI Friday, she loves the white Russians. She loves, loves the white dairy Russians. and alcohol mix. Yes, loves them. She likes she likes sweet drinks. She does because she likes sweet drinks because she's a sweet girl mm-hmm. and she she's also a Bennett woman. Though. She she's is a, a manager. Woman. Her Instagram photos are I know. are <laughs> they are going to be overshopped to she literally looks 19 years old because they're so Oh god, y'all, I have rarely been this excited to see a person on she television. She doesn't blend her eyeshadow because no. that line makes her look more cool. How I, it's just kind of a hardened I can't tell you. Like I'm a huge fan. I hope we continue to see her. So he is asking for two more off days. Yes. Um, and she has to say, and she's like, why? Because uh, you're going to go meet someone? It's like, well, I've, yeah, for, for the first time. He's like, <laughs> and has the creepiest laugh yeah, we, ever. We can't figure out Clint's voice yet. We'd have to watch the episode. But he almost I've got an re- idea. He almost reminds me of a Batman villain, like the scarecrow. Like the way he's kind of like, he'll say things and laugh. Yeah. Like he'll say, the sky's blue. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, what the I, fuck, dude? I also wrote, he looks like a really less unattractive Joel Kinnaman from Altered Carbon or The Killing. He's hot. Joel Kinnaman's hot. Oh, okay. I don't know. Okay. You See, don't know a you, lot of actors. When you say hot and Clint, that doesn't no. come together at all. But like if Joel Kinnaman had grown up in New Mexico with uh, in, in poverty. Exactly. Uh, so, right. so, y'all, the place they met was called... Convicted cuties. <laughs> you know what? That, that, I bet you I'm, there's a thousand of these names. Uh, uh, but what else names do you think would have? Uh, um, in, uh, inmates. Inmate boy, love. Inmate love. Um, um, uh, incarcerated enamorata. Uh, in, um, <laughs> chains. Chains of love. Chains of love. Love chained love up. Love chained. Caged heat. Caged heat. I think that's my favorite. <laughs> Cagedheat.com. You know what? That's what they used to call you in college. Caged heat. There goes caged heat. That's what my uh, jersey said. Jersey. Um. So he sent her a snail mail letter, y'all. Boy, can you imagine, too? Haley looking was listening to him talk about this going... Fuck, I got away. I got away. Thank God. Thank God. So, yeah, he sends her a letter. Uh, And then she sends him one back the next night because what else is there to do? What else is she going to (laughs) do? Watch more more episodes of uh, People's Court. I want to also. I'm just going to say the mail moves fast there. It does. Not here we get mail so, so slowly. So slow, it's really y'all. bad. If you send us something, we'll get it three weeks later. It's really bad. Has to come through like uh the Wells Fargo wagon. The Wells Fargo wagon is a coming down. Uh so I don't know if anybody else noticed this, but there were there were like uh, coloring book I'm glad you're bringing this. Y'all we did on not his talk about headboard. this. <laughs> I don't know when was that things that he, she did for him. I, I think there's like this, does she have developmental issues? I think Clint does. Maybe he does because Clint is kind of there's this and not charming. This kind of childlike thing from Clint that does not make any sense. He's gay. He's no, but it's she not, gay. It's it's beyond sexuality. It's like I agree. The way he giggles, but yeah. He's infantilized. He, yeah. He's like, 
what, 40? He might not be all that smart either. You think? <laughs> I'm just going to marry her. I'm just going to marry yeah. her right when she gets out. And they've never, um, and they never met. Uh, there was also a great quote <laughs> where he says, you know, uh, they say I've rescued her, but I feel like she's rescued me, me, which is what you say about your shelter dog. It is. That is. <laughs> <laughs> Put that on a bumper sticker, and people did. <laughs> um, yeah, y'all. I, I mean, live- who rescued who? Who rescued who? Uh, so even when he talks to her, she's like, "Are you thinking about financially?" And he's like, "Financially, I'm not thinking ahead." And then he says in the confessional, "You could tell me she's an axe murderer, and I'd say it's going forward." <laughs> Going forward with love. So it looks like we got a lot of perspective here. Yeah. Um, so he also says, we do have goals, not as much as we should have. No. <laughs> That's fair. That's honest. At least, he's, that, At least he's honest. So then he goes to the meat market. Y'all. Which I believe his mother and father own, if I was reading context clues accurately. <sighs> Alice It's and, called the meat market though. Alice and Kendall are salt of the earth people. Because aren't they aren't they, was this in like Wisconsin? Uh New Mexico. Oh New Mexico. This is in what, New Mexico. What kind of meat market's in New Mexico? Y'all, there's redneck people in every state. Well no, in like Minnesota, meat market stuff are there are everywhere, like good ones. I don't know what I I thought it was it was just called the meat market. I don't it was a bad name. Yeah. Um, anyway, she goes, and we meet this is Alice, Alice, the mother. She's pretty shell shocked. <laughs> I have a feeling that Clint's, is a good word. Shell shocked. Been a disappointment from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, you name your well, kid Clint, thinking he's going to be tough and like Clint Eastwood like. No, yeah. Nope. Then you've gotten that. You've got Mm-mm. a hotel manager. I don't even think he's a manager. I think he works a night shift. Whew. Jesus. Yeah. Y'all, Haley did him the favor. I think I think Alice's soul looks about as pockmarked out as her face. <laughs> Bless her heart. And I don't mean that to make fun of her. I just mean that she Alice has lived a hard life. She has. She's been butchering she meat and she's just trying she's to be like, a good I, wife to Kim. Can I make you can I make you a sandwich? Come on to the back and I'll make you a sandwich. Because that's what uh, sandwich. And then they go into. She's just sad. She is so sad. They go into the saddest office you've ever seen, which used to be a broom closet. Yes, and that's where we meet Kendall, the father. Well, whoa, whoa, whoa! Even before that, she's kind of they're talking behind the meat counter, mm-hmm. and which I love. Do you think the 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 producer was like, so can we just position behind the bloody meat and we'll just, <laughs> can you get that in the shot, Lots cameraman? Lots of people in white with big yeah, cleavers. You know, let's put it on sticks and get a steady shot right here. <laughs> and so this was the saddest conversation of Clint saying, and Al, of Alice saying, you know what? I actually think this conversation of Clint telling her that he's going to marry her is probably apropos for segment of Love After Lockup Theater. Love After Lockup Theater, y'all. Love After Lockup Theater. The interior setting. Lots uh, of meat, like lots of slamming. Lots of uh, meat. Meat being pounded. And not gay men. Not the meat market gay mm. club. This is actually an Elmer Actual fucking meat. cow. Uh-huh. So, That's um, a good cow. So here's the uh, the meat. Here's, this is Clint saying, um, so I'm, uh, and scene. Scene. 
So, uh, Mom, uh, we're gonna get all the um, we're gonna get all the uh, the stuff ready to go, and uh, she um, she's all ready, and I'm really excited. I'm really I'm I'm I've I've never met somebody who really got me before, and uh, oh, oh, Clint, are are you are you at least gonna take your time with this one? No, nope, don't need to. Oh, Clint, we're fine. It's it's perfect. It's perfect. Wait, well, how, well, you're gonna wait a bit before you marry her, right? Yes. <laughs> Oh well. No, we're Clint. meeting right away. We're going next day. Oh, Clint. Well, I don't. I don't know. Do you? I just don't want it to be like that. That girl in your sophomore year of high school that you got a restraining order from. <laughs> oh well. Oh, she's fine. Oh. She's fine. You know, she's uh uh she's fine now. We're good friends. I look. I use my telescope to look in her living room every other night. She's good. Her and her three kids are great. Oh, who I could have been a father to. Oh, well, I guess we're just going to pray about it. And scene. <laughs> Y'all, this woman is living on her faith and nothing else. <laughs> she also says later on, she goes, I'm just going to pray for you. I'm just going to pray for you. <laughs> and then when they go to, now let's talk about when they go into this, sh- this horrible office. That father has seen what Clint has wrought and is just hitting the look in his eyes are like, please don't tell me anything else. Just full please. of disappointment. Like I yeah. can't take another one. <laughs> and Clint goes in there and he says, well, we're, well I'm, I'm going to get married. <laughs> I'm going to get, get married. married. And, and the dad immediately says, son, you're going to get hurt real bad. And then my favorite, poor Alice, she's so browbeating. Well, now, kiddo, we just have to be positive about it. We can't be <laughs> negative because you know what happens. Don't last be a time. pessimist. When we went negative last time, he went on a four-day bender and did drugs. <laughs> please, I can't go through that again. Kendall, please. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well. Basically, I'm going to pray for it. That was Alice's inner monologue. She's you like, do her well. I haven't had an orgasm in <laughs> 10 years. Fuck. Oh, well. Um, Y'all, if your mother or your grandmother hasn't had a good nut in 10 years, but just keeps praying. They all talk like this. They just keep praying. They just Everything, keep praying. Everything's okay. It's the voices. The voices about to laugh or about to cry. We don't know which one. <laughs> that's Clint's mom. Y'all, that's Alice. You know who Alice is? She's that's, fucking that's Courtney's mother. Amanda. Yeah, that She's is Courtney's, Courtney's mother. Wasn't her name Alice, too? No, it was something else. Anyway. The one who looks kind of like Big Bird. Yeah. Um, that's all I've got about them. That was, I think that's, that's I just, our love out of lockup. Love I just have lockup. one thing to quote, to quote Kendall. We've all seen too many Dr. Phil's on this <laughs> one, y'all. It's not going to end well nope. for nope. any of them. We've seen Maury. We've seen Dr. Phil. Nope. We've seen Donahue. It's not going to end well. Yeah. Clint's not balanced. Uh, and I doubt this girl is either. If there's a love after lockup that actually worked it out, I'm going to be, show me who they are. There might be, but it, they they must, they have to work, they have to work really hard to make it work. I'm not going to lie, y'all. This show is good. It's really good. This is really good. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, going to watch we're it. We're going to have to watch this. Yeah. So anyway, anyway, y'all, that's been our Bi-Curious that's episode. That's been Bi-Curious episode. If you're a little Bi-Curious, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> You can, you can. That's okay. We can, we can, life is a buffet, y'all. Life is, life is a And who knows? This, this by Curious episode aired in January. Maybe since, maybe since February is the month of love, maybe there will be a little bit more love after lockup coming. Who knows? Who knows? 
Anyway, well, that's the most transparent thing we've ever said. How do we end these by Cure episodes? I don't. Well, I, y'all, for the rest of you. Bye 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 Curious. Oh, that's how we. Did. Oh, how's that theme song coming for this that you were gonna write? And with that, <laughs> yeah. Still y'all, waiting on that. This has been a blast. This has been a blast. And find every y'all know how where to find everything on Sissy That Talk. Leave an Apple Podcast review. We're just gonna go through it today. Why not? Um good get our merch at sissythattalk.com. Y'all, this episode airs in January. If you're gonna wanna catch up on Sabrina, because our bitchcraft podcast is dropping in February. Oh god, there's so much to do. There's so February is gonna be a And y'all, when you're listening to this, I'm gonna be in China. Yeah. February is just gonna Fist fuck us. They're just gonna come like like when someone shoves it all the way in uh, without any lube. Father Tom is gonna stick his head in our asshole <laughs> and say, hello, "I'm taking it all. Hello, you got hello, no extra." Hello, hello, hello. And that's what. So y'all, y'all remember if you're thinking about going on inmate.com <laughs> to find some love, call us. Call us. Call us. <laughs> Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.